Welcome to Janolaism. I am your host, Jasmine Nola, and this is my podcast where I say what I want and I keep it real. I discuss celeb gossip, reality TV, and everything I'm going through weekly. While I talk, I'm usually sipping my drink of choice. Now, that would have been my intro probably three years ago, but things have changed, and we are adding a new segment called Realish. This is going to be where I'm either talking about serious topics going on in the world or interviewing someone about a certain topic, whether it be race in America, becoming a mother, a business owner, so on, so on. You get it. I'm going to have a different guest every week. They're usually my friends or my family and sometimes literally a total stranger. So sit back and enjoy. This is my advice, my opinion, and as you all know, you can either take it or leave it. Hi, everybody. Welcome back for another episode of Jay Nolaism. This is our Monday reality recap, and I'm just excited, as all of you are, to listen to my terrible voice. Sorry, am I, like, not okay? Robbie made me, like, a little espresso. It's 4 o'clock on a Sunday. So, maybe that I'm getting this little jilt of energy. I'm going to take a sip. Okay. So... We are now on, what is this, episode four? Has it been four episodes or three episodes? I don't even know anymore. Um, I think we're on episode four, though. And we're still talking about this Jackie and Teresa fight. Real Housewives of New Jersey is... We're on episode four. I just have to double check. Um, But Real Housewives of New Jersey has been one of my favorites for a very long time, hence to why it is getting... It's own recap. I'm not putting it with any other show right now. I don't think I'm go. I, I, I mean, I just feel like I can't start Summer House. We're way too in. Um, and what else is on? I mean, Atlanta again has already started, and I'm be honest, I'm not really keeping up with Atlanta. Um, I'm like I haven't watched since the Bolo episode. I made a face. <laughs> Um, cause that was just a lot and I need a minute to regroup and collect my thoughts. So yeah, what I, I do watch Summer House. I, I don't watch Below Deck. I'm just really busy. Um, I just watched Jenny and Georgia, just finished that. Um, might be doing a deep dive on that, um, to talk about it. Not really a deep dive, but just doing a recap about it because I really loved it and I posted it on my personal Instagram and it seems like a lot of people, it was like really half and half. It was people have watched it and loved it or people didn't watch it and was like, do I need to watch this? And I was like, you need to turn this on right now. So yeah, maybe we'll get a deep dive episode on that. Um, so yeah, Real Housewives of New Jersey is all I'm recapping. I feel like I say this every week, but I just... I just want to reiterate it because I don't want you to come on here and like, it's called Reality Recap. Like, I I can't give you anything else. This is all, I'm giving you all of me, John Legend style right now. Um, But I would like to say um, that this week you are getting a Reality Recap on Monday. We will be getting a Wednesday episode. I messed up last week. I didn't put out an episode. I apologize. But you're getting one this week. Don't worry. So you're getting a Monday and Wednesday. I am... But let's talk about, not this week, let's talk about the following week. So I leave for my bachelorette, my bloop, 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 okay, blooper. I leave on my bachelorette chip at the end of this week on Friday. Um, so I'm, I usually record my recaps on Sunday. 
I'm going to do my best to try and record right after I watch Jersey episode. What if I recapped it live? No, that's a lot of editing. I'm not going to do that. Maybe I'll try and like do the episode right after. Um, but yeah, and I leave Friday and I don't come back till Monday. So I'm going to do my best, but you might not be getting a reality recap. Um, the following week. I apologize. But I just want to be honest. Um, and upfront with y'all, you know, don't want you waiting, sitting by the phone. Daddy's not coming home, you know. But if he does, it will be a great surprise and you'll be excited. And if he doesn't, you already know he's not coming, so who cares, right? Okay, let's move on. Real House of New Jersey, episode four. We are still in Lake George. We're still there. It's fine. I'm fine. We're fine. There, this, uh, It's going to be like me and Palm Springs. Like you can't go anywhere because of covid like when I go to my bachelorette, like we're only going to dinner. So that's all we're really seeing. But besides that, we're not leaving the house. So I feel like that's why this trip feels so long is because there's really not much happening. Um, they also left on a trip the second episode. It was so quick. Like it happened like this, one, two, three, and we're, we were in Lake George, you know. Sorry, I took another sip. So they're still there. I think they're wrapping up the trip. I think this is it. I think this is like their last full day or whatever. So I'm happy about that. So they wake up. They put their bathing suits on. Let me start off. And I feel like I've started every reality recap so far about the Jersey Housewives. Teresa looks amazing. She looks the best she ever has. Do you see what will happen when you cut off a toxic man? Do you see the way you will thrive? She looks amazing. I, I'm going to rate the looks, the, the, the lake looks. I'm going to put Teresa for a number for top spot just because it was so effortless, but so bootyful. And I say it that way because her body. Um, second, I will give to Melissa one. The body looked amazing. I'm giving her second place just because the Fendi was just like a lot for Lake George. That wasn't the vibe. We weren't in like Lake Cuomo. I don't know. Like we weren't in Italy. It, the Fendi wasn't needed in Lake George. It, we weren't in the Hamptons. It just felt very try hard. I don't think all those F's were needed. But she looked great. Loved the ponytail. I love a messy ponytail. When you get it right, you know what's hard about a messy ponytail? Making it look good. Because it's messy and that's the point of it. But it looks nice. You know? Like it looks put together, but yet it falls. You know? Are you following? Keep up. Um, next would be, I don't even think Margaret wore a bathing suit. Loved her maxi dress though. So she gets third place. Um, Dolores, her boobs didn't fit in her top and that's okay because been there, I'm still there. It happens and it really hurts when you find a really cute bathing suit top and you don't fit in it. So you just wear it anyway, and you look a mess. We love our black queen, Dolores. But, so she gets number four. Um, I don't remember what Lexi, um, Margaret's assistant, wore. But she's going to get fifth place because I just do remember what Jennifer had on. And she looked god-awful. I don't know. I, I don't want to talk about Jennifer because she is top for me I really love her I didn't like it felt very mixed you know what I don't understand is that like 
when it comes to like her outfits when they're going out and things like that she looks super cute and she totally missed me on the bathing suit look so i don't know uh but she's last place for me and that, and that's my um that's my uh, ranking of the bathing suit looks while they are sitting there teresa calls tony the pool man tony is cute she used to talk to tony before joe which she's known joe forever so when did you know him when you were four very confusing um but they were like floating he the, tony made it very clear he is very interested in teresa um she also i think said is gabriella or melania very into tony i mean tony is adorable i love a silver-haired fox you know who tony reminds me of sandra bullock's uh boyfriend look him up i don't know his name but he is bootyful he doesn't have booty but let me look it up real quick sandra bullock's not her son her boyfriend what's his name brian randall this man is gorgeous like he is beautiful i'm obsessed yeah he he gives me that vibe sandra bullock's is obviously hotter than tony the pool man but they, they give off the same silver fox vibe like they've been through a lot of things they may have like cheated on their wife from their first marriage but they've learned from that and they've grown and they're ready to treat their next wife right you know, you know exactly who I'm talking about when I say things. You know what I mean? Like, that's usually how it happens. You get married young. You didn't really want to be married. So you cheat on your first wife because, and then, but then you're sitting at, you're sitting alone in your bachelor pad, you're drinking, all your other buddies are now getting married and finding that special someone. And you realize you effed up your whole life. So now you're looking for Mr. Miss, Mrs. Wright the second and you find her and you treat her double you treat her even better because you just know you don't want to lose this one because you've lost before and you don't want to lose again. Is this a therapy session? I'm going to bill all of you. Um, speaking of bills, let's just jump right into it. Um, Jennifer decides while they're about to wrap up from the lake and go to talk um, to go have lunch, she pulls, She asked Melissa to stay back with her at the lake so they could talk. And that they can talk about what the Lady Michelle, uh, that realtor, brought up to Jennifer at Evan's party. A lot of bombs were dropped at Evan's party. This was a bomb. This was a bomb party. And not in the way you think. Within a great party. It was just a lot of bombs were dropped. Um, Jennifer pulls Melissa aside. She did exactly what I guess everyone is telling Teresa that she should have done with Jackie, but she didn't. Jennifer sits Melissa down, just those two, and says... I just want to let you know, at the party, I was talking to Michelle, and she told me that her husband said that your husband owes him hundreds of thousands of dollars. Let me say this. If someone was to tell me that Robbie owed them tens of thousands of dollars, hundreds of thousands or whatever she said, do you know how quick I would dial that mf -er up with Jennifer sitting right there and ask what is happening? One, I wouldn't have to do that because let me tell you something about Robbie. He doesn't know anybody anything. We don't work like that in this house. We would eat oodles and noodles for the rest of our lives before we owed anybody anything. That's just our vibe, you know? 
Um, we handle our deeds and our and our bills. <laughs> okay. So, but if there's no way that anyone could come to me with that information, and I would one not be outraged and be like, "Who told you that?" Let me call my husband, and while I'm calling my husband. Call up Michelle, get Michelle's husband on the phone, and let's figure this out right now. I don't need to wait until I see Michelle. I'm handling this right now because this didn't happen and this isn't true. My face would also be like, I just don't think Melissa was shocked enough. I didn't feel the shockness uh, from her. I felt like this is something that she was just hoping no one found out. Like, I know about this. Me and my husband are trying to figure out how we're going to handle it. But, like, thank you for letting me know. She just seemed really calm. Um, so Jennifer did the right thing. She told her, and Melissa told her, I'm not mad at you. I do not shoot the messenger, which you should never shoot the messenger. If someone is bringing you back information just so that their hands are clean from it, they're not trying to be messy. They're just trying to make sure they are not in the mess. Okay? So they go back inside. They talk to the group, and they Melissa explains what they talked about. Let me say this. Teresa already knew. Because as soon as they came in, Teresa looked very nervous. She was sweating bullets. What, 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 what were you guys talking about? B, you know what we were talking about. We were talking about what you do. You know Teresa loves. Teresa has done this before. You know what I mean? Remember Penny? Kim G? And the bald-headed guy that looked like, um, not Howard Stern, um, the guy on America's Got Talent, that guy. How, Howie, whoever. You know, when she brought him in and he was like, Hey, Melissa, you remember you used to dance for me? Ugh, that goofy looking guy. Anyway, so you know what I mean? I believe that this was a setup. I don't believe it's a setup. I believe that, well, before I, let me explain. Teresa said, I don't get involved in my brother's business. I don't know what my brother does. Melissa was like, oh, listen, Melissa, sweetie, these men, and by these men, I mean, the men in the construction business and like the two Joes, it's very clear that there's been some shady dealings going on. And also, let's not forget this past summer, your husband posted on his Instagram a photo of a house claiming that he did all this work to it and that he flipped it. And then the owner of the house came out and was like, those two houses aren't even the same and he did not flip my house. So, when this information is dropped about your husband owing someone $1,000, and then when she does finally call Joe, he's like, I'm not that kind of guy. But you are. Like, you've already shown us that you are. You literally lied. You lied. You lied about a house. You Who lies about flipping a house? You know what I mean? Like, do First of all, how did you even find a picture of the house? Let, let's sit on that for a moment. You were literally on Zillow looking up houses and you're trying to make it like growing with Gorga. What are you grow, go, growing with Gorga where? To a jail cell? Where are we going? Clink, clink. I mean, I just can't. It's too much. I just feel like Teresa knows that this is true because... I remember all things. So if you don't remember, it's fine. But just let me tell you, I'm not lying. Because when I, I remember everything from these shows. Back when they first brought Joe Gorga on. And they were all fighting and the family wasn't together. Joe Gorga made it very clear that Joe Giudice is the one who got him involved in like the business that he is now. He showed him like the ropes. 
I just threw my pen. Exactly. He showed you the ropes. And we know he was swindling and lying and keep it not paying people. He was Bernie Madoff and people. Okay, so come on. You've already let us know what kind of businessman you are. You claim, and, and I mean, you and your wife lie about everything. You lie every season about your storyline. So, I mean, you are liars. I'm not saying Michelle's, this lady, Michelle, the realtor, that her husband is lying. I'm not going to say that he's lying because, she, and this is what I'm going to say. She, not saying that the rest of these people aren't business people, but it feels like, Michelle actually works and goes to work and, and takes it very seriously. And I don't see her and her husband making this up. I just don't. So I'm going to believe them. I think Joe owes tens of thousands of dollars to Michelle's husband. Okay. I think Teresa also knows about it because this is Teresa's friend. And she made it very clear that this lady, she, she was like, we'll see you on Wednesday. Because Michelle was coming to take photos of Teresa's house to put it up online. So, I think Teresa, if Teresa isn't involved in, in Michelle bringing this up, but it feels, why it feels like Teresa would be involved to me is because she brought up Evan's rumor, so I feel like she told Michelle to bring up that rumor. You know what I mean? Like, let's just go around and mess this whole party up. So, I don't know. <sighs> Messy. Next, Teresa and Jackie. Let's move on. I, I just think, please, I, I've had enough. I, I can't, I, I'm still team Teresa, but at this point, I really don't care what either of them have to say. Teresa, you should have never brought it up. You should have pulled Jackie to the side and let her know about the rumors. Um, Jackie, you should have never brought up Gia. At this point, you're both in the wrong. Let's clean our hands. Let's be done with it. I'm not even going to talk about it anymore until we get to the end of the episode and I have to talk about that. But at this point, I'm not talking about what they talked about because I'm over it. Like, this fight is stupid. Uh, they went out to dinner. Margaret, what else do I have on this? Oh, yeah, Margaret is writing a book. How, what, I miss this. I feel like she just kind of low-key dropped this bomb. Um, like, I don't feel like, I, I actually, I'm lying. I do remember seeing something about this maybe this summer in the blogs about it, but I didn't pay it any mind. But I feel like on the show, we, we're four episodes in. I, I, I Am I dumb? Do I not pay attention enough? I don't remember Margaret ever bringing up this book in the last four episodes. Please write me and let me know if I've missed this. You know? I, I have no idea. But apparently she's writing a book about her life. You know, and um, I'm assuming her lawsuit will be in there and her her first divorce and her marriage and her stepkids. Basically, she's just going to write about everything she's talked about on the show. That's another thing. I'm a little confused when these these reality stars who we watch their whole lives write basically memoirs. But I'm also confused as to how you're writing a memoir. Like, to me, no, but I mean, I guess not. I don't know everybody I've read, I've read a memoir about. I don't know. I just feel like you've only been on like four seasons, Margaret. Everything that could possibly be in this book, I feel like you've talked about. Like last season, you talked about your mother and how she would go out and she would party and you kind of raise yourself. We already got that. We know about your ex-husband and your stepkids and all that drama. So, I, and now you've already let it. So the bomb that she drops at the dinner is that like her, her old boss when she was young, when she first got into the business and like the fashion world, she slept with him and she felt like he kind of pressured her to sleep with him to like stay into her role. And, 
you know, basically like low-key sexual assault and rape because she was a young girl and she didn't know any better, of course. And that's so sad for her and like um, uh, that we should all read about. But I'm just like, I don't need to read the book now. You know what I mean? Like, I don't need to sit and read the book. You just, the main point of me reading this book would be to find things out. Like Jessica Simpson, like we didn't know anything about Jessica Simpson. And then her book dropped and it was like, and we thought we knew everything about Jessica. And I'm not saying that we do know everything about Margaret, but I feel like she's used very specific topics to talk about for her storylines. I'm not sure what else could be in that book. I'm not going to buy it. I'm not going to read it. But I'm glad that she shared her story and I hope she can help somebody. I will say Jennifer said a very ignorant comment by saying like she wouldn't say that to any, like she wouldn't share that with anybody. She would keep that to herself. Jennifer, sweetie, did, 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 did we miss the Me Too movement? Did we miss it? Did we miss Harvey Weinstein? Did we miss Bill Cosby? Just recently, Andrew Cuomo. Like, I'm just very confused. What's the other one? Um... What's the other guy from NBC? You know what I mean? Like Roger Ailes at Fox and then Matt Lauer. Like, wh what do you mean you would keep silent? Are, do, are you in this century? Are you in this century with us? Are you in this moment? Because th the point is women don't need to be quiet and women need to speak up about things that happen. So I found that I didn't like that. That was very distasteful. I... I love Jennifer, but that I did not like that comment. It was ignorant. It was insensitive, not only to Margaret and what she's been through, but other survivors of sexual assault. It was, it did need to be said. I don't know what else to say. I don't have words. It was an ignorant comment and she should just zip her monkey asshole lips. Uh, love you though. Mean it. What else happened? Oh, okay. They, they, they get back from Lake George. And the Michelle lady, it's Wednesday now. She comes to the house to take the photos. Also, can we talk about her outfit? She was serving. Serving a look. It was, I know she had to be hot as hell though. She had on a full head to toe. I think it was a theory suit. Was it a theory suit? It was beautiful. But it had long sleeves and pants. I was hot for her because we know that they're filming this in the summer. I, I think a nice um, suit dress would have been nice, you know. Um, but she looked great. I loved the slick back. She was ready, okay. She said, I'm only going to be on this show a handful of times. And when I come on here, I'm going to look good. I also will say, like, I think she looks pretty in her pictures. I don't know why I'm whispering. But um, I followed her on Instagram. I don't follow her anymore, but um, I did follow her. You know, sometimes when my when I get over like when I, once I get I follow like nine hundred people, but when it gets to the thousand, I don't like the way that looks, so I start unfollowing people. Um, because it is what it is. It's just what I do. So I unfollowed her like a while back. But I always thought she was like not that she she's not an ugly person, but she I, I thought her pictures were dropped at gorgeous. She's very photogenic, or she edits the hell out of her pictures. And if so, please send me what. You're gorgeous in photos, but um, on on Bravo, she yeah, it, it's very different look. It's a she's still a, a a a nice looking young woman, um, but not the same lady I'm looking at in the photos. It's it's just not something's off. But I don't know if like I think she it also does look like she lost a lot of weight, um, because I know she was pregnant, so I don't know if she lost a like baby weight. And sometimes not that. 
let me also say she's never been fit. I have never, any photos I've seen of her. I didn't think she was overweight or anything. But some people look better with fuller faces. I don't know if that's what it is. It could be. She looks very um sunken in. You know? Like, I'm sucking in my cheeks. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm, I was about to say something, but I caught myself. And I'm not going to say it. Let's move on. So Michelle comes to the house. She looks amazing. And then she's going through the house and, like, she's like, take pictures of this, but we're going to have to move this. and Because it basically, like, you know, you have to stage it to take the photos and personal photos have to come down. And there's this flashback of Teresa's father, Nono, but then also the mother. It was very sad. And then I sat back and I realized we've been on such a journey with this woman. I mean, we saw them. If you've been watching since season one, we watched them move, move into this home. We've... Excuse me. We've watched these young girls grow up into beautiful women. Gia? Gia is a 19-year-old girl. We met her when what? She was like seven or eight? Maybe six? I don't know. Gorgeous. She's a beautiful young woman. Nose job and all. Even before the nose job. Didn't need it, but, you know, I understand. I I wanted my lips done when I was younger. And now, looking back, I'm so glad that when I wanted to get my lips done to be smaller, obviously not bigger, my grandmother told me to wait until I was at least 18 or 20 and if I still wanted to she would she would pay for it and by the once you're old I mean I guess Gia is 18 but you know so she obviously really did want it but I think sometimes you want things and you don't really realize you know you're too young you think something looks bad but you'll grow into it I haven't really grown into my lips they're so big but they're here and they're here to stay people pay for these things so that was really sad though, the flashbacks. Um, and then we go from being beautiful and sad with flashbacks to Michelle, to Teresa pulling Michelle aside and being like, so um, could you just handle this thing with my brother? She, Teresa is tired. I mean, the woman has been carrying New Jersey on her back since she flipped the table. I, I, at this point, I think she's like, I'm exhausted. She's not saying it, but like, she's exhausted. She did this little thing with Jackie. She started the season off and now it's like, I can't do anything. Someone else has to bring something to the table. I can't be the only one flipping it. Who's going to help me? It's heavy. You know? It's like Lisa Vanderbilt said, um, the crown is heavy, darling, so leave it where it is, or whatever, you know? If you're not going to help me, then sit down. Only, it, it's, it's a hard job, but somebody has to do it. <sighs> so, again, they're back from Lake George, so... Margaret makes it very clear the whole trip how much she misses Jackie. Da, da, da. So she goes to meet with Jackie um, at some little coffee shop where she got Nutella balls um, that looked amazing. I wonder where that place was I want to go. So she meets with Jackie. Jackie comes. They talk about, oh, missed you so much. Jackie's like, I know. I just have to stay back for my family. Girl, your family wish you would have went. You annoyed them the way you annoy us. And they talk about it. And they're like, you know... Teresa's not going to apologize. We think you should apologize. She's like, no, I'm not. And then, like, she keeps calling everyone stupid because they keep saying, like, I think you need to apologize to Teresa. I mean, she, you brought up her daughter. And she's like, Margaret, I, I, I don't want to talk about it anymore because you can't be that. First of all, what we're not going to do is we're not going to insult everyone's intelligence just because they're telling you, like, Girl, you, yes, Teresa started it, but you ended it and you took it way further than it needs to be. Yes, I understand that you think that because she mentioned your husband, it affects your children, but she did not talk about your children. 
you spoke about her child. Doesn't matter how old Gia is, that's still her child, her baby. And you spoke about her and you drew the line in the sand. You have to take ownership. You have to apologize. It is what it is. I don't give a damn that it was an analogy. It doesn't matter. Don't, I don't want to hear that, the word analogy anymore. The, the word analogy is dead to me. Cross it out. It's over. Bye. Done. I. So they sit down, they talk, and she's like, if Evan, Jackie's like, if Evan's fine, then I'm fine. And Mark goes, does he feel just oh so horrible? And she goes, he just feels oh so, oh so horrible. What does that mean? Like, shut up. You sound stupid. So in that conclusion, they come up with an idea that um, everyone besides Teresa, like the group, the cast, needs to show Evan that they support him. And because Teresa ruined his birthday party, she threw him a new party. Let me say this, and then I'm going to close out. Jackie, you are actually an idiot. I find you to be so insufferable. Your face and the words that come out of your mouth literally make me want to backhand the living hell out of you until your neck, until your head flies off of your neck and rolls down my driveway. Shut the hell up. She did not ruin your birthday. First of all, you didn't even find out about her talking about this until after the party. So during the party, the party was perfect. It was fine. You had no idea what was happening. No one owes you anything. I don't need to support your husband. I'm not married to him. You are. If you support your husband and you don't think he cheats on you, great. I don't know what your husband does. And according to Margaret's husband, he, Teresa's not the only one that's heard this rumor. So I can't wait for that to come on over the reunion. Okay. Anyway, so they go to some outside dining area, bar, restaurant. Joe and Melissa get there first. Joe makes it clear he's going to bring up. He doesn't like the way she mentioned Gia. And then Jackie tries to backtrack by saying, um, you know, I didn't mean it like that. No, girl, I don't. That's my niece. And I thought, I think Joe crumbled kind of. I don't know if because he's little and maybe, I mean, like I, last week I know I called him tiny but mighty, but it seemed like he was scared of that. And he was like, I don't know. Like, I just feel like my sister was trying. Like, you don't need to say all that. I don't give a damn what my sister was trying to do. All I know is you mentioned my niece and don't ever do that stupid shit again. That's it. Like, that's what I mean. They do too much explaining. I don't need to explain anything to you. I don't care what your husband does at the gym, what he doesn't do at the gym. I don't care what my sister said. All I know is you mentioned my niece, my goddaughter. Don't ever put Gia's name in your mouth, point blank, period, whatever my sister does. I don't care if she shoots you in the head. You don't mention my niece. That's it. I don't need to explain anything else to y'all. Let's move on. Have a drink. Mazel tov. Like, move on. All the people get there. She claims how upset she is. And this is what I don't understand. This is what I mean and why I don't want to talk about Teresa and Jackie anymore. They keep claiming how they're so over this, but they're the only two that are still talking about it. So either talk to each other or move on or shut the hell up. I don't want to hear this. No one else wants to hear this anymore. You both sound dumb and crazy and ridiculous. It's not that deep on any level. Move on. She she gives a, Jackie gives a toast and like, to all the women that my husband has slept with. So now we're making jokes out of it. Like, are we upset or are we not? I thought your husband is so mortified and his job is so important that this is killing him. And he's so embarrassed. Girl, I'm tired. But it was a great episode. But it was just all too much for me. And um, I don't know. I'm over Jackie. I really think she needs to go. I'm going to be honest. I think we need a new housewife. I'm just... This episode was great, but it's like... I, 
I said this last week, like, I just don't know how much more we can talk about this. I'm really over already. It's episode four. These two women obviously don't want to apologize to each other. So let's leave it be. I, I don't want to hear about it. And at this point, like, Rob will just edit it out. I'm telling you to. Edit it out because I don't want to see it anymore. I'm over it. Hmm. That wraps it up for this reality recap. I think that's all that happened. I talked about the pool boy. I talked about Jennifer Melissa. Yeah, I think that's it. What, did anything else happen that's on my mind? Oh, one thing. Oh, Dolores and, um, it just hit me, sorry. Dolores and David. I always forget his name. And I really shouldn't because I have a cousin named David. Um, Dolores and David's relationship is strange. It's very weird. I don't understand. I don't think it's going to go the distance. Hercules style. I just don't. I can go the distance. I'll be there someday. Oh, I'm going to play that in a minute when I hang up. Okay, let's wrap this up. I'm done. We're done. I'm done. Yeah, so strange. It's not going to go the distance. Teresa and Jackie, shut the hell up. Marge, congrats on the book. Michelle, show us the receipts or the non-receipts that Joe didn't pay your husband. Jennifer, you're ignorant. And the rest of you, have a lovely week. Until next time, goodbye. And that wraps it up for this episode of Janolaism. You know where to find us at Janolaism on Instagram. And please share, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts. If you don't have Apple Podcasts, oh, you're a droid user, sorry. But you can also listen on Spotify and, of course, Anchor.